This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place Podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who says the best way to spread Christmas cheer is quoting Christmas Vacation for all to hear. <laughs> and in... Merry Christmas. <laughs> I'm not going to finish the rest of it. The crapper's full. Because, <laughs> I mean... Your true friends are the ones who've quoted at least 10 times Christmas Vacation so far, right? Right. And if they haven't made any quotes, then do you really need them as friends? I mean, we, we bring it up on the podcast all the time. I think, is this our favorite podcast Christmas movie? It's, it's, okay. it's... Like, as a podcast, I'm not saying personally, but within the podcast realm, it's our favorite Christmas movie. Yeah, it's the movie that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> Indeed it is. I don't know. Did I already mention this? That uh, Fox 13 had a poll or a study or whatever you call it, survey. You told me about it. A nationwide survey. So not just here, but it was just Fox or somebody that which state, each state in their favorite Christmas movie. And 70% of them was Christmas Vacation with Utah, obviously, having that as our favorite Christmas movie. So who knows? Was it Mr. Kruger's Christmas for us, huh? No, I think that was a close second um, next to Die Hard. <laughs> but yeah, like you always wonder when they do these surveys or polls or something like that, what's the, the subject group or what's the age and what's the the criteria to to take the question or answer the question. But yeah, and like I, I think I told you already that I took the the kids to see Christmas vacation in the movie theater because they're doing reruns of the Christmas classics every weekend. Uh-huh. So we did Christmas vacation last week was elf this week. They're doing polar express, but I'm not too excited about going to see that. So we'll probably Just skip watch it. that last night, man. Did you? That one's a, that one's a family classic for us. Oh, really? I just think it's so long. Then I thought about it. I'm like, they usually play them early in the afternoon. I'm pretty tired. Like elf. I fell asleep. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I should take him to Polar Express because I have no interest in watching it, so I could take him. And just it's a nice asleep. nap. So, and then on Christmas Eve, if um, everything works out, we're going to go see Jim Carrey's Grinch. So nice. Watch that one this year as well. But it was I do fun. have a, a question for you. Going back to Christmas Vacation, can you quote the whole monologue near the end of the movie? The the one where he goes. Where's the Tylenol? Where's yep, whatever? <laughs> no, I cannot. You quote don't it. have the whole thing nailed down. Okay, homework assignment for you. Somebody's looking for a last minute Christmas gift for me. <laughs> I've got one. You got it started. <laughs> well, we were talking about just the movies in general, the vacation movies earlier today, right? And obviously, it started with Vacation, came out in '83. European Vacation came out in 85. And this is kind of a tangent as well, but how often does the third movie in the series beat the other two, Christmas Vacation? Well, the third Back to the Future is the best one, isn't it? 
It's true. It's a good point. But that one technically was filmed the same time as two and as two was. So really Back to the Future 2 was just a really long movie. And they turned it into two movies. Um yeah, so it is, I guess if you're a Star Wars fan, you might say Return of the Jedi is better than the other two, but most people argue Empire Strikes Back is the better. So anyway, it's just rare. Usually when you do a sequel, it almost gets worse and worse. Actually, Rocky Three, that's a good one in the series. That's better than the first two. Um, but that's really when kind of Rocky started going away from like the the good writing and just and that's when Rocky became Rocky. Like you watch it to be motivated to to work out. Yeah. Basically. Um, but going back to Christmas Vacation, that came out in eighty nine. Then you had Vegas Vacation came out in ninety seven, which is okay as well. Had some good one liners. Then they made Christmas Vacation two in two thousand three, which I I never saw. Did you see that one? No, With I I, I see it pop up. But I've never seen it. But I had no idea. And then they made, in 2015, they kind of redid Vacation. But I never saw that one either. But I had no idea that they made one called Hotel Hell Vacation in 2010. With Chevy Chase and everything. But I had no idea they made it. Oh, here's probably why. It's a short 14 minutes okay that's making more sense so it's just a 14 minute movie but now i now i need to watch it it's only got a 51 percent well no we rating. need to watch it we should watch it together we should do a whole episode on it we should just make a christmas vacation podcast okay yeah <laughs> we will It'll be the shortest podcast oh, well no it's probably not true. no we could do a whole year on it easy. We just have to just take every movie in segments. Well, so you can do a, we can do an episode movie. on each character. We can do an episode on each location. We can do an episode on like the best quotes. We could do like the seven stages of Christmas vacation or, you know, like the Kevin Bacon thing. Yeah. How everything ties back to Kevin Bacon. We can find out how everything ties back to, to vacation. Christmas, Christmas vacation or vacation. So, yeah. And then we could have like all the actors and actresses who played roles in the movie, especially Rusty and his sister, how they always change between. That's true. Yeah. And rank, rank who's the best. So I think we could do it. So we'd like to officially announce our retirement from this is a place podcast. (laughs) As we move on to Christmas vacation. Which has a much wider audience than just Utah. Uh, Nothing I've told you before, but my favorite thing to quote from Christmas Vacation is, I don't know, Margo. My wife still hates that quote. So, <laughs> Really? <laughs> Every time she asks me a question, I don't know the answer to. That's how I respond. And that's a year-round answer, too. It's not just during holidays. I saw T-shirts. So you, you and your wife should get these matching T-shirts or these couple T-shirts. One has the why is the floor all wet, Todd? And the husband can wear the, I don't know. I don't Margo. know, Margo. <laughs> so I think I think that needs to be under your your Christmas tree for your wife this this Christmas. Yeah, we need to pull out the cricket and just make our own. Yeah, she's um this week at her or, or this month at her job. I think it's like dress down December or something like that. Oh, nice. So we have like two tubs full of like Christmas shirts and sweaters and just. So what we she's done is 
she's pulled out enough sweaters to last through her her work uh, days in December because they get like the last two weeks off. It's pretty cool. Anyways, but she's started with the ugliest and gone backwards. So every day her sweater or shirt gets uglier and uglier until she has the grand finale um, next week. So everybody at her work has been enjoying her Christmas attire so far. And she's I think you're going to need to give us some pictures of these. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Yeah, I wonder if she's been taking it. She should have been taking a picture every day. At least the, we has. have to at least see what is the winner for the ugliest. Oh, the winner? Yeah, the winner winner chicken dinner. Yeah. Yeah, this one's good. So I'll just give you, I'll give you, we'll, we'll put a picture up. We'll take a picture. But we found this item. Where did we find it? I want to say at Goodwill or Savers or something like that, like a month or so ago. And I'm like, this is the ugliest thing. She goes, I have to have it. Right. And then we go to Smith's Marketplace. It's on sale at Smith's Marketplace. This item. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe it. Like, I'm like, holy crap, we got that for a few bucks. And that Smith's Marketplace is like 60. But it's pretty ugly. It's pretty, pretty gnarly. So um yeah, we'll we'll, we'll take a picture of it when she that's it right but she actually has like three outfits that she's been debating on which one is uglier so the last three days are going to be pretty good yeah but this one i'm talking about um pretty dang ugly i wonder when she's going to wear that but it'll make sense when people see it people who know me it'll make sense ugly is sin but a sweet gal ugly is sin what is that that's from christmas vacation really yeah i even forgot i can't believe i forgot but until we went to the theater that Eddie's son's name's Rocky. I should have been telling my son this whole time that he was named after cousin Eddie's son. Sure, he'd be proud. Yeah. Instead of Rocky Balboa. Sure, he would enjoy that more. But I'll tell you one other one other note. My family has loved like my my siblings and my I should say my mom, not so much my dad, but have loved Christmas vacation throughout the 90s because it came out in 89 but my mom being the good person that she is she always says i love that movie i just wish there wasn't so much swearing or we could get like an edited copy of it so she says that like every time we talk about crucifixion like she talks about it and then she brings up that comment so as we're leaving the theater with my kids i asked them what you guys think about it and bronco says I really liked it, except for the swearing. I'm like, ah, oh, miniature grandma. <laughs> That's where he got it from. Yeah, like he did not like he does not like swearing at all. So, which is good. He, like he calls me out on it if I ever swear, which I never do, right? Right. Um, and my wife as well. So it's kind of funny that our kids are the ones that are disciplining the parents rather than the other way around. 
I think we we have uh, some more to discuss about Christmas vacation on our. I'm next sure we'll bring episode. it up in the next episode. <laughs> but we do have a a topic for today that you have the most experience with. So I'm gonna let you take the lead on it. Yeah. Um, this well Monday. The would that be the nineteenth Monday the nineteenth at seven p.m. Vivid Arena is hosting the 38th annual Larry H. Miller Christmas Carol sing-along. So it's free to the public. Um, They provide holiday treats. They haven't done this for a few years because of obviously some virus that was going around. I can't remember what it was called. Um, But they gave it last time we went, they had it. We went, they gave out Dunford Donuts Nice. They give you a little envelope with a bunch of Larry H. Miller type coupons for like the bees games, jazz games, uh, Megaplex, stuff like that. And you get to go into the arena. There's no assigned seating. You just find your seats like you would going to church or anything else. And then they'll have a full orchestra, 60 piece. The West Valley Symphony usually is the one doing it. And they usually have their regular conductor, which I think his name is Donnie Gilbert. Because I'm reading it off of which page. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his name. I think that's his name, if I remember correctly. Uh, but Sterling Paulson, do you know who that is? The weatherman. The weather for guy, yeah. Yeah. He'll usually come and do a song or two conducting. And then they'll have like Santa Claus comes, the jazz bears there. Um, they'll usually have a local celebrities and even like musicians like kurt bester is gonna be there this year yeah saw that and then do you know who matt and savannah shaw are those youtube sensations that started singing during covid i don't think so the the father-daughter duo they've kind of gotten famous from doing little duets on youtube they're gonna be there um yeah it's just fun it's free they'll have some concession stands open usually for popcorn stuff like nachos and stuff like that that you can buy um, which makes it fun but yeah you just go and you sing a bunch of christmas carols kind of get you more into that christmas mindset and spirit a little secret the not really a secret but they do free parking at the park place which is like the northeast corner of 300 south and west temple and it's just a it's a good time like it's free which i like does it get pretty packed it gets pretty full it would I get, I think the last time we went, it was about three fourths full. So there's still a lot of seats open, but it's, it's, it's pretty full. They, they'll put like they would for a concert, they'll put seats down on like the floor. Uh-huh. And that's usually for like, I'm assuming that's probably reserved for like Larry H. Miller family and all the, the important people. Um, but we usually sit in the upper bowl and just hang out and sing and, uh, it's kind of come a small tradition for my my siblings and their kids. But yeah, I was wondering if they were going to do it this year. And I heard, I think it was like just a week ago, I heard on the radio. So I blasted it out to my family. They're like, oh, great. We've wondered if they're going to do it this year. So it's back. I think they did it last year too. They might have. I think my mom went to it last year. Mm, okay. But one thing I was like, when I was reading about it, it says it's the 38th annual. And I'm like, they've been doing this basically my whole life like that doesn't sound right and it's it is but, but it isn't so the larry h miller group's only been doing it since 1997 why 
because it used to be done at the tabernacle by the church prior to that. So 12 years earlier, they were doing it at the tabernacle. But as you know, the tabernacle is pretty small. And as it grew, it just got too many people were coming that they everybody couldn't. in the valley could fit there back in 1997. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing how many people can fit in that, that tabernacle, but um, it's definitely tight quarters when you're inside there and it's cool acoustics in there as well. But so, I mean, the anyways, Miller family still involved, but they're not involved. I don't think at all with the jazz anymore. I think that's completely been dissolved. Um, well, they, they probably still have something to do with the arena. They probably still own the arena, right? Or basically, my understanding is Gail kind of sold a large portion of the Miller group, right? But she still like has retains ownership, some ownership. And I don't know. Yeah. I didn't look into that too much, but, but going back to this. So back in 97, they realized there was too many people coming to Tabernacle. So the Larry H. Miller group. Larry H. Miller said, you know, you can use the Vivint Arena. And that's how it became the Larry Delta H. Miller. Center. The Delta Center back then, you are correct. And it's not um, going to be the Vivint Arena anymore either. Yeah, are they changing that since? Because Vivint just sold out, right? Yep, they just sold it. So are they changing the name of Vivint to? Oh, not I the don't arena, know. But Vivint. Is, so Vivint got sold. I thought it was the arena. It got sold uh -uh. to some Houston company. No, no they bought Vivint. Oh, okay. For like so it might still points. stay Vivint then. So it might still stay Vivint if they still remain the sponsor if they don't change the name of the company, which I think would be dumb to change the name when you have that much. Recognition. Um, yeah. So you've never been to this, but your family has. I've never been. I'm pretty sure my mom went, like I say, maybe last year. And I think she's gone other times to it before. But I think it'd be a fun thing to go to. It sounds, It sounds like something that people would pay to go to. I yeah I wonder if maybe they there's did more charge admission because they, of it. What's that? Free. Maybe there's like a more more people are interested because it's free, but I could see people paying a small like five bucks and and they'd still feel it was worth it to go to. Yeah, I think this is the way the, the like I said it started out with the church sponsoring it at you know the temple grounds. So I can't imagine the church charging anything for that because they don't charge for their christmas stuff and concerts and whatnot so yeah um i think it's one way that the miller group felt like they're giving back to the community but i could also see like you're saying like maybe they could say the tickets are free but we encourage a donation for a charity or something like that if you can sure. give um, but it makes me wonder too like you just said if you were charging even like five bucks would it be as crowded i don't think it would be as crowded as if yeah probably not. free unless there's people that have built it up as a tradition and that's how they they get in right cashing that in because i'm sure it's expensive just to put something like this on but maybe with the coupons and everything they offer it kind of comes back well, right in a way yeah i'm sure the the donuts and the coupons they offer are expensive but at the same time when they're giving out coupons it's bringing in business yeah, it's for their own businesses, which they benefit from. And then everything else, I'm assuming like the orchestra and everyone else probably does it on their own dime. You know, it's a volunteer yeah. thing. So really, it's just the overhead of the, the arena. And then, like I said, they do sell concessions, but it's not like the 
the commercial like icebergs not open and stuff like that it's just the larry miller concessions so i'm sure they make a little bit back on the popcorn sales and drinks and stuff like that so it might be a break even for them at the end of the day it's still cool that they do it so what kind of songs are you singing all the traditional christmas songs yeah they sing a lot of the traditional stuff um and then i think you sing like santa claus is coming to town or something like that and then santa claus comes out spoiler much sorry santa i know him so it's on it's on monday it's uh what, what's the time monday the 19th um starts at seven but they open okay. the doors about an hour before the show um, so, it's so not i recommend you need to take work off for you can right go after work and enjoy it yeah yeah hopefully it's not snowing or bad weather because i'm sure that would uh lessen the crowds if it were bad weather but it's it's I guess it's nice to get there a little early to make sure you get a Dunford Donut if that's what they're giving out this year and the coupons they give out and to get a good seat, I guess. But I mean, there really is not a bad seat in the house when you're just doing sing-along stuff. And, Unless um, you really want to get up close with Kurt. Yeah, or if you really want to see Kurt or Matt and Savannah, you want to see them and maybe get there a little early or just join the West Valley Symphony and you'll be right, right there. Yeah, just join. I hear they just take walk-ins. It's a good time. So you'd be going? Yes. Yes. My family, like I said, I texted our family group when I heard they were doing it just like a week ago, found out about it. And everybody's like, yay, it's back. So another well, you benefit. said it might already been back. I'm not sure if it was back last year, but it might have been. Um, you can go see Kurt Bester. You get to go see the Jazz Bear, Matt and Savannah, did you say? Matt Savannah. And then the, you could go walk around the temple. And then you can go see Nate, who's also going to be there. Yeah, I'll be and there. And that's probably the bigger reason to go is to hopefully see you. Yeah. I'll try, but I usually go in disguise just because of, you know, yeah. don't want to don't want to cause a scene. I don't blame you. Which I think I, I already told you, right? So going off subject again, last Saturday was the second Saturday of the month. So you know what that is, right? Second Saturday. Course. Yeah, nut garden. So we went to the nut garden. Brett was nice enough to let us in early because he told us to come early the last time. Not the best product this time, but um, he did send me a text later on saying that a few people showed up that claimed they heard about it on our podcast. So I think we have a couple, uh, a few, what do you call them? Secret listeners that haven't haven't spoken up and let us know that they're they're listening so for those of you who did hit the nut garden hope it was uh worth your trip and uh yeah let us know and for those of you that do frequent all the places and things we recommend you know make sure you let them know that we're sending you that way not that we're getting paid we just like to know that we'd like them to know you heard it from us. You heard from us first. You heard it from us first. Yeah, it has been fun. I mean, how many? This is two, two and a half years we've been doing this. Yeah, it's kind of fun now driving around town. Like, oh yeah, we did an episode here, or oh crap, we still need to do an episode about this place. We um, could do this forever and never run out of things to do. Maybe but, there's, but yeah, when we're in a crunch, it's really hard to think of something. To do. <laughs> when you're in a crunch, right? And then but, all of a sudden, then we all of a sudden have like 13 ideas we want to do at once. So we've always got lots, lots to do, lots of suggestions, and 
fun things that we have on our our list that still need to be done but you know we appreciate you guys listening can i tell you one like totally off topic thing absolutely as usual so cafe rio did you do the cafe rio gift cards this year in costa vida i did costa vida costa vida i just have so much money at costa vida that i need to spend so i didn't do them this year but i did cafe rio um because they are always doing like four times the points or something crazy like that they do a lot more deals lately than costa vida does so we definitely spent our money at cafe rio for that reason but they were doing four times the points this last weekend which was great but um i always look at the machine to see if horchata's in the machine if I'm going to get a drink or not. And if it's not full of horchata, then I don't get a drink. But I looked over and I'm like, oh yeah, they got horchata. So I bought it, bought a drink, which I normally don't get because I don't drink soda, right? Right. But next to horchata, they had a drink called like mango pina colada or something like that. Ooh. Oh my gosh. If you like mango, it was fantastic. Like, if you like I now want to go to, yeah, if you like mango, I loved it. It almost tasted like a smoothie like a watered down smoothie, but I would go to cafe Rio just to get the drink. Now, if they keep that flavor in there. So just wanted to give you that tip. And if anybody else out there will go try it and let me know that I'm not crazy. That it really is that great. And tell them that Nate sent you there to try it. Large Marge sent you. Oh, well, look at the time. I got to go to bed. Just got to brush my teeth. Feed the hog. Still got homework to do. Mm-hmm. Still got those bills to pay. Wash the car. <laughs> you checked all the lights, right, Russ? I just, I just appreciate you, Brandon. You taught me everything I knew about ex- exterior <laughs> illumination. Someday I'll be like Clark. Someday. It's not you roll over and let Uncle Clark rub your belly. What else do we? Yeah, the Margo. I wasn't talking to you. That one comes up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so many quotable moments from that movie. Uh yeah. Tell us and what like your I favorite said, Christmas vacation quote is. What mine is or yours? No, I'm saying to the listeners because oh yeah, I mean, we're sharing all of oh, ours. What can is you your... really can you really narrow it, narrow it down to one? If you can narrow it down to one, what is it? Let us know. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this is a place podcast. See you next week.